Hello, boys and girls. Uh, just get ready to go a little crazy. It's this show you, you probably know about. You guessed it, pressure points whip out those peepees. Let's get to stimulating. All right, we're back at it again, and you know who it is. I'm D. I'm AJ. And we are Pressure Pointos. Um, today, we're going to be going over some wild and crazy shit per usual. This one is, I don't know if you know French bastards like I do. Baguettes is what French I thought you were going to say. Uh, <laughs> but we, I'll, I'll be talking about Devil's Island and the French Guiana. Oh, I saw that season of Archer. Yeah, right? Uh, Not so much Devil's Island, just because the two guys that I'll be discussing neither actually spent time on Devil's Island. They were just like in the French Guiana, in islands close to it, but both of them were like, oh, Devil's Island. It's like, fuck off. We know that you weren't there. Are you a Devil's Island apologist? Because it sounds like you're already redacting (laughs) Devil's Island wasn't that bad, okay? (laughs) Prison wasn't bad. Back in penal colonies were fine. Yeah, back in eighteen fifty. They had peen it. Yeah, it said peen. It's fine. It's not a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing's bad not when gay. it starts with P E N. It's just funny. Pencils. P. Pen. Yeah. The rest of them. <laughs> All right. So, uh, if you don't know what Devil's Island or French Guiana are, well, you're gonna be really lost because I also have no idea what they are. I didn't do anything. You really don't know what no, like, I'm French Guiana totally is? No, I'm just kidding. I totally do. <laughs> that's our episode. Jeez. Yeah, uh, that's hey, the extent. Hey, thanks for listening. You know, follow us. Like, favorite, subscribe. Subscribles. <laughs> uh, none. So, Devil's Island and French Guiana. Back in 1852, uh, the French put everything together for a penal colony. But. Mm. Oh, I know. A penal Penal, penal, penal. This joke is never going to get old. No, it's going to be horrible because I'm going to say it a few times. Um, But yeah, back in the 1850s, well, sorry, 1760s. I'm not good at reading my own notes. The French attempted to colonize the French Guiana, which French Guiana is not like an island off the coast of France. No, no. Commonly mistaken by me when I'm doing my initial research on all this. I was like, how is this like so confusing? Because France and French Guiana are probably right next to each other. No, French Guiana is down in South America. Which makes sense the later I get into this. Because I was like, how the fuck? What what does this have to do with Colombia? I was so <laughs> confused. It's like, Jesus, these guys went all the way across the fucking Atlantic Ocean. Why are there coca leaves Not the case. everywhere? Yeah, not the case. Uh, but yeah, they colonized uh, Guiana down in South America. And they had like a bunch of different attempts to try to colonize it, but most of them did not work. Uh on their final attempt, it was a 75% mortality rate among Ooh. the native population of 12,000 <laughs> people. Yeah. 
75. That's yeah. that's pretty good. That's that's winner's numbers. Yeah, right. And uh, in 1850, all of the survivors were essentially extinct. Like <laughs> it was basically just this huge area with no one living. And the French French were like, yeah, we can probably set up our penal colony there now. Penal. Uh, but they usually would sentence people to French Guiana under now it's French. So throughout this episode, I will be butchering every fucking French word, but I'm going to try my best under doublage. Doublage is what it looks like. It's it's in in American. Uh, So they would work at the prison for a time after their prison sentence. So let's say you get convicted and they're like, Oh, you have to live on this place for 10 years so you'll serve 10 years of prison time and then you serve 10 more years of hard labor but you're like a citizen super super strange but like australia yeah like being a normal human person in In australia Australia. (laughs) everything's on fire you're surrounded by animals and you're all dying (laughs) and you have to work and you're yeah and you have to work you're all convicted felons living in australia is work Unless you're on the coast, oh. then it's great. Yeah. But all the other stuff is like Mad Max. <laughs> yeah, Trust me. Constantly. There's no fuel. <laughs> uh, so the main area of the prison was the Dutch Guiana, and they had prisoner on prisoner attacks, and <laughs> tropical diseases were super prevalent. And that was a lot of the reason why. Almost everybody fucking died out there. So French came in, colonized. I'm using air quotes. You guys can't see, but they colonized (laughs) uh, for prisoners. And they had what was called Devil's Island, which was kind of a, like, what's, like, their Alcatraz. Like, you went into Devil's Island, you did not come out. You were, it was its own little area in French Guiana, but they had a bunch of islands in the area. So if you went to Devil's Island, you were fucked. Now, both of these guys that I talk about, they both were like, oh, yeah, we spent time on Devil's Island. But there's no, like, uh, paper trail to prove that. There's no evidence that they <laughs> yeah, were yeah, actually they were, on they were like, Dev- oh, Devil's Island. Like, both of them wrote books, and I'll go over the, the ev- not evidence, but the info on those books. But they were both like, yeah, I served time in French, or in devil's island and the french were like your books are full of shit because you didn't (laughs) so the first guy is and here's another french word for you name rene berbenois let's just (laughs) assume that is 100 correct yeah i'm just gonna call him rene because his last name is fucked so he his mom abandoned him when he was an infant okay starting off strong yeah right and then his dad was like uh I got to go as well. So he's orphaned and given to his grandparents who both fucking die when he turns 12. So he has to start working to support himself at the age of 12, which I don't know if you really know how well that generally works out. But when you have to support yourself and you're a fucking child, usually things don't end up. You're pretty successful. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Always successful. Yeah. Steve Jobs. Uh, he ch- so Renee changed his name later to Steve's. Oh, Steve how about Jobs. That? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you know what they say? Uh, Jeff Bezos started Amazon at the age of twelve. Yeah, he and murdered then that's both when of his he, parents. Yeah. when he was seven years old, and then that's when he got the <laughs> he the dropped acid exploratory at years surgery old. to make his head shaped like a penis. Oh God, that dude! Ugh. 
fucking Bezos. You can see the foreskin on his forehead. <laughs> it's foreskin head. <laughs> um, so. Please don't sue us. Yeah. Oh, God. We're just, we're going to be in fucking limbo. Just, <laughs> we're done for attorney fees forever. Uh, so, Rene, back, back to not Jeff Bezos. He started working for his uncle at the age of 12 in his uncle's restaurant. Now, another French word. It's Café du Ratmont. Now, that means the Café of, uh, or the Dead Rat Café. Ooh, which, fancy place. I would certainly eat anywhere called Dead Rat Café because I'm assuming this was probably like post-Ratatouille. I'm thinking his uncle Definitely. was, his uncle was probably the guy in Ratatouille. Yeah. Yeah, and, that makes sense. I mean, I don't know what the life I mean, expectancy is of a mouse, but it probably died. A rat, sorry. I don't, don't mean hey, to get racist. Hey, you know, there. Ratatouille was historically accurate, yeah. so this As is probably where it happened. All Pixar movies. <laughs> yes, all <laughs> That's Pixar That's our plug. Movies. We're now sponsored by uh, Pixar. Yeah. <laughs> you can find us on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> yeah, we. our podcast <laughs> is on Disney+, Plus, definitely. <laughs> so... um Started working there uh, and was just like, yo, this place fucking sucks. Goes to World War One, and managed to not die. It, so they didn't have to change the name of the restaurant to the Dead Rene Cafe. <laughs> it's still Dead Rat Cafe. Uh, so he comes back from World War One and he starts working as a dishwasher for like eight days. And he finds an opportunity to steal a wallet with... 4,000 francs. Francs? Francs. Just say francs. Francs. 4,000 francs. So he, I mean, if I found $4,000, I would do exactly what he does and steals a motorcycle and gets the fuck out of Dodge. And he goes to this new town and starts working for the Countess d'Atremont. I, the, once are, again, yeah, I'm I'm French as fuck. You are so brave uh, to have kept the names here. I, I usually know, just I edit them out if I don't know how See, to say it. See, and them. I did, and I was like, you know, this could be interesting. This could be my, my time to shine. <laughs> so he starts working as a valet for this lady, and one day he's somehow close to one of her uh, dressing tables. And he sees her pearls and some money. And he's only been there for like a month. And so he's definitely in his 90-day period, which is crucial to keeping your job, honestly. Definitely. And so he pockets both. <laughs> of course. <laughs> and once again, gets the fuck out of Dodge and decides, I'm going to go to Paris and live the high life. Yeah, with his pearls and $4,000. <laughs> and the extra money that he stole from the Countess. So... He gets out there, and he's out there for two days, and then two policemen come and arrest him for stealing from this countess. Wow, that quick. That fast. So, this sneaky little motherfucker gets sentenced to, you guessed it, not pressure points, but to the French Guiana. Um, but he lucked out because he was supposed to get, like, a wild amount of harsh labor. Uh but they only reduced his harsh labor down to eight years because he had a veteran's pension. 
Uh, oh, how yeah, nice of I know. Them. He's such yeah, a they good really, dude. They really support the veterans in France. <laughs> they really support the vets. Uh, so he goes out, gets into French Guiana, and what seems to be the the habit of most of these guys is that as soon as they get there, they're like, yo, this place sucks. Let's get the fuck out of here within our first month. But it seems to be Renee's go-to. He's just like, oh, I've been here. I've been working here for a month. It's time for a change. But in <laughs> he French Guiana, change of scenery. Yeah. In the French Guiana, he's like, I've been here for two weeks. Let's try to fucking get out of here. So they try to escape the first time, completely unsuccessful. But the next Christmas, he and a couple buddies, they steal a log canoe and they ended up getting out oh but <laughs> the canoe capsizes just <laughs> off the coast and uh now it didn't specify what happened to the other three guys it just says it, the canoe capsized and his three buddies were murdered <laughs> wow like, oh, oh, what huh? but it follows it up with uh like from what i was reading he met up with a few of the natives. Ah. Uh, I don't want to say the words, but I don't want to get racist or anything, but... Cannibals? No, no. Oh, oh. <laughs> I was like, it's okay to be racist against cannibals. They're kind of assholes. What? No. Uh, they're just doing what they can to get by, dude. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, um, these Indians take him in, and... That was the racist word I was trying to avoid. Just say natives. <laughs> natives. These these How, natives. Are they in India? Yeah, then go fuck yourself. <laughs> okay, okay, cool. I'll fuck myself. <laughs> so they, they take them in, and they're on this Dutch island. Um, so these natives are like, yeah, we'll hold on to you. We'll help you out. Murder your three friends. Yeah, we'll murder your three friends. <laughs> and, um, but these fucking, these guys report them to the authorities. They're like, oh, yeah, like, come come hang out. It'll be all right. But on the backside, we're going to reach out to French Guiana and get you the fuck out of our little native camp. And uh, so he gets brought back to the penal colony. His time there is extended, which he's he's going to hate because, you know, that's that's not his bag, baby. Yeah, he, he's got to move. <laughs> Boy's got to live elsewhere. Uh, so I guess while he was there, he would sell roasted chestnuts and butterflies that he caught. And in the meantime, when he wasn't busy doing hard labor, he would like essentially write in a journal. Now I can tell you're thinking. So he's doing hard labor 12, 14 hours a day. And he's got time to not only catch beautiful (laughs) butterflies. And, and sell them. Not, and then find chestnuts and then roast them on an open fire, is what I'm assuming. <laughs> it was Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> and then find people who are willing to spend money on it? I, Because it's technically a colony, I think that they're, like, they'll still work with them. I, I don't know. As far as I collected, what? it was like, what? I know, it, I mean, trying I know to understand these... all this, like... I tried to put myself in 1850s, like, wooden shoes, and I was like... I don't fucking understand what the hype is. Like, I don't. These I penal don't. colonies are so weird. 
it's just like uh, like I mean probably because we're in America and we're like oh you committed a crime well you should probably fucking die for it we're, we're how very, dare you cut me off in traffic we're, fuck we're not, you we're not very like oh yeah let's let's redeem your actions whereas I think out there that was their thing is like well we're gonna imprison you in a labor like a heavy labor labor area but you still have like a semblance of life. Yeah, exactly. You're <clears throat> but, not you're not locked in a fucking box every single night. But I think so. you you understand what I'm wondering about. I mean, like yeah, physically, yeah, yeah. how is he able to go and do these Dude, things? I, I would be fucking dead. But you know, of course, I am the I'm you know you're, just the picture you're of health. A doughy, lazy piece of shit, just <laughs> no, like no, me. No. So it's okay. I'm, a, I'm the picture of health. I'm the healthiest. <laughs> I'm basically in every magazine of Hitler Youth. <laughs> <laughs> It's terribly accurate. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> so, uh, so when he wasn't roasting chestnuts, <laughs> working really hard, and catching fucking butterflies in during his prison sentence, mind you, uh, he was also writing a memoir of what he was going through in French Guiana. So, he writes the the French governor like. A, a letter or he sends his book out basically like hey look this is what I'm experiencing and it's just about the prison conditions which if I'm being entirely honest you shouldn't be bitching about it Turbo like you have time to catch butterflies I, I think it was a very biased review from what I'm collecting <laughs> yeah. it was not an accurate Yelp review he probably gave it one out of five stars when it really should have been like three and a half that's pretty disappointing hardly fair uh, so, this governor gives him a fucking year. He grants him one year to be out of the colony. A fucking he, year. He got a, just a year off. He gets off. a year out, yeah. So, I guess all it took was just to write an angry fucking letter to the <laughs> a governor. A <Yelp> review. <laughs> yeah. And then suddenly you get a year off of your hard labor yeah. prison The sentence. French were obsessed with the, the reviews that they were getting from, uh, <laughs> from their labor camps. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um. So, instead of, like, going back home, he fucking goes and works at the pa Panama Canal Zone. So, he's just working on he the Panama Canal. He got a year off, and then and he, he went goes and he, works. And he he's like, took oh, his year sorry. off to go do, of hard labor, to go do more hard labor. <laughs> yeah. And he, during this time, I'm guessing, he did not actually have time to catch butterflies and roast chestnuts. Um, so oh, my God. Then... His year's almost up, and he gets a wildfire under his ass and says, you know what, I'm going to go back to Paris, and I'm going to try to combat what happened. Like, I'm, I'm going to try to get out of here because there's no way I should be in this, this penal colony for, you know, stealing pearls and money and motorcycles. It's hardly illegal. I was yeah, just trying I to only get store like yeah. four grand. I was trying to avenge my dead and family. <laughs> so, I'm a veteran, goddammit. So he goes back to Paris and, or not Paris, but he goes back to France. And as soon as he steps foot on France soil, they arrest him and ship him back <laughs> to the fucking wow, penal he made colony. it far. I know. Just this dude is killing it. So when he gets back to the Guiana, this time he does not have the luxury of just kicking back and drinking coconuts. He uh he was put in solitary confinement uh for a year. 
So he got a year of freedom, but I guess the governor was like, hey, cool, uh, fuck this guy for trying to come back to his homeland with his year of freedom. Keep your ass in South America, Turbo. So, year of solitary confinement, and he is finally released as a free prisoner. Now, so not free. But- yeah, exactly. I was going to say, this comes with a constituency. So, uh, he returned as a free prisoner, but he can't go back to France or back to a year of solitary confinement again, which I would lose my fucking mind in solitary confinement in the 1800s. I would lose my mind in solitary confinement now. It would take 10 minutes and I would end it. That's it. (laughs) Like, it... Props to him, because that's that's some shit. Especially after you've gotten, like, you know the beauty of catching butterflies. (laughs) And roasting chestnuts. (laughs) So, uh, he's released, and um, (laughs) he starts a slight business of selling said butterflies. And uh he had also lost all of his teeth in prison. So his toothless. <laughs> so he's a gumming. He them probably now. he probably lost his teeth because I bet he didn't know how to shell the chestnuts properly, and he's just cracking. That's all how of his he was teeth. shelling them. Um, but he had released his little uh, Yelp review, which I'm <laughs> guessing it was pretty long, uh, because a movie maker gives him two hundred dollars, and. He said he was going to try to escape the colony one more time. Wait. So he's still in the prison colony, but he can, like, he can't go back to France, but he still has to, like, escape because he's still technically a prisoner. Yeah. Doing prison stuff. But why did the guy give him money? Is it for his story? Yeah. yeah. He he bought it. He gave him the $200 and was like, hey, I want to buy your story. Okay. That makes more sense. But to produce it, he needed to be in L.A., so he had to escape. Yeah. So. Okay, that makes more sense. So this is his another escape attempt. Uh, so he and five others they buy a boat and they just go for it one night. And uh, after a few days, the guys start arguing amongst amongst themselves, and they're like, "Dude, we should just turn around. Fuck this. Like, let's just go back, turn ourselves in. We've been like sailing for a long fucking time. It's not worth it." Renee holds these guys up at gunpoint, and he's like, we're going to fucking continue. And just immediately, like, that's it. We're not going back. I'm not going to fucking go back to that place again. I'm not turning this boat around. I will not do another year of solitary confinement. (laughs) I don't have any teeth, so I'm lisping this whole time. I don't. I can't even chew (laughs) my own walnuts. They probably couldn't understand him. He's just... (laughs) Just Just gumming it down. Just gumming, screaming at him. And uh, so they get to Trinidad, and normally they'll hem- they'll help French escapees in Trinidad, and uh, so that's what happened. Like Trinidad was just really known for it. Like if you escape the French Guiana, go to Trinidad, they won't fuck you over like the natives. Yeah, <laughs> so, they won't sell you out. Uh, they help them out and. They continued on to Colombia, where they were robbed. Which I <laughs> of mean, course. they went to Colombia. Yeah, it's fucking Colombia. <laughs> uh, so they get robbed, and they start making their way inland. And this general in the area ends up finding them. 
And he takes him in, he feeds him, and then he fucking arrests him. He's like, oh, here's some food. Like, yeah, sit down, I'm enjoy. Also, you're all under arrest, and if you try to leave, I'm going to kill you. And then he reaches back out to the French Guiana. God and it's like, it. hey, these guys are are here if you're looking for them. So French Guiana's like, all right, well, we'll ship somebody out there to go pick them up. But there was a reporter in the area that was like, hey, you guys know how the conditions are for this French Guiana, like, Devil's Island shit. So if we tell or if you, like, give us information on it, we'll help you get out. And one of the guards was also in on it. And he's like, yeah, like, talk to these guys and then I'll get you the fuck out of here. So. They escaped with help from the local police and that fucking reporter. All right. Uh, and they steal a couple more canoes and they escape Columbia. And he sells just an insane amount of butterflies. I don't know where the fuck he's keeping all these butterflies. Like, yeah, like, or how he's just like constantly catching them. I, I just imagine like SpongeBob and jellyfish. Like he's just like, ooh, it's just a butterfly. Yeah, and he's that's just forty dollars. Yeah, that's all he's good for is r- bitching about the, is writing awful Yelp reviews and catching butterflies. <laughs> like he can't even I mean, eat can his roasted complain? chestnuts anymore. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's got to gum them down. Yeah, he actually created chestnut uh, butter. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, oh God. <laughs> it's the only ooh. way that he could eat it. Um. So, finally in El Salvador, he makes all this money off of selling butterflies, which, who knew that it was such a big fucking business? Um, And in 1937, he gets to Los Angeles. Ooh. I know, exciting. So, uh, they release his book, uh, Dry Guillotine, which, as far as I know, it's fairly factual as to the conditions in the French Guiana, but it's also probably fairly biased since he was a prisoner there. Yeah, and was constantly trying to escape. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, take that as it may, uh, but it was, uh, he ended up meeting with this guy that transcribes the uh, the book into English. And it gets transcribed and it sells so well in the United States. But... Great news. The government takes note and they come and arrest fucking Renee for illegal immigration. Oh my God. Of course. Because he just. (laughs) Because he just came over from butterfly with butterfly money. Oh, I didn't even think about that. He's an illegal immigrant. I literally titled this section Unluckiest Book. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. So they take note and. Uh, they tell him he needs to get the fuck out of the country after they arrested him. They're like, get out. So he goes back to Mexico. And then he tries again to get back into the U.S. illegally. (laughs) Which It's just like, homie, like, you just, you must love being locked up because you're fucking with the one place that doesn't tolerate that. Like... We won't even get into the immigration here because it's a topic that I don't want to get so fired up about because our policies here are fucked on people trying to come in. 
but this isn't a political podcast, so I won't get angry about it, Adam. Uh, <laughs> well, thank you. I appreciate yeah, yeah, that. no problem. I don't want to get hit again today. <laughs> you can't hit? Yeah. For don't what? hurt me anymore. <laughs> God damn it, son of a bitch. <laughs> so, he was in prison for 15 months after he came back in. So, he did get arrested once again, goes to jail once again for a little over a year. But then he gets his passport. Oh, good. Yeah. And he probably should have done that at the beginning. Yeah, right. So he starts working in Hollywood as a tech advisor for his book, uh, which they turn into a movie called Passage to Marseille. And he finally receives his citizenship in 1951, gets married in 1957. And then a little while, like he moves to someplace in California and he's living out there running this little store with his wife. And uh, dies of a heart attack a little while later. So, God damn. Good old Renee, man. So my favorite part of that story is the fact that he was able to buy a boat on an island prison <laughs> and then escape. It's like going to jail or prison here. No, I don't think he bought the And well, buying yeah. like a pair of fence cutters, some wire cutters. <laughs> They're like, yeah, this is fine. You yeah, can have you this. Pay, if you pay enough butterflies, we'll give you the blueprint to our prison. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, along the same lines, this guy, Henri Charrier. Oh, but, God. Um, can, I, can I look at the name? Can I just see how bad you did that? I feel like I did an okay job. Let me, let me see. Let me see that. Right there. Yeah, I don't see it. You're pointing to the word butterflies. Oh, shit. It, it, <laughs> it scrolled. It scrolled down right there. <laughs> like butterflies? Henri? Henri? Charrier. Hen- Henry, Henry Cherrier. Cherrier. <laughs> you, did, you did all right. Yeah, way better. All right. So this guy, just right off the bat, uh, went to French Guiana because he murdered a pimp and he denied it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. And uh, he also, like I had said, uh, both his parents had died when he was like eight, super young. Uh now, I don't want to put this evil on him, but I'm putting my money on it. He murdered them. Let's We're coming out right here. Factual evidence. We have tons evidence. of it. He murdered his parents. And then a pimp. And then a pimp. But no, he didn't <laughs> murder that pimp. He denied that. Oh, yeah. Sorry. My mistake. So he obviously probably didn't kill his parents. Um, So he gets sent to um, fucking French Guiana, which... The penal colony. I wanted to avoid saying penal. Penal. The penal. The penis colonies. <laughs> Thank you for saying it. How I imagined yeah. it this entire time. The anal colony. Penal anal colony. Penal. Penal. <laughs> oh God. Uh. So he attempts to escape, but gets caught by Colombian authorities. Which he did an okay job. He got he got pretty far for Damn. his first time. But yeah. those those Colombian. Those Colombians, they they know how to catch a catch a French Guiana prisoner. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, but he he got away during a really rainy night, and he stayed with, you guessed it, a native tribe for a few months. Um, and at one point he was like, "Hey, I feel like I need to leave. I'm imposing on these natives." And it's like, dude, you're a fucking like escapee. Yeah, you're imposing on them like dipshit. Yeah. So. He goes, yeah, I think I've got to go. And he gets recaptured and returned to French Guiana 
this time, well, not this time, but he goes two years solitary confinement. Two years. Two fucking years, dude. Fuck. Uh, so he gets out and he, he attempts to escape a ton of times, but. He just doesn't learn. In 1941, Henri escapes. And actually gets away. I had to think about who you were talking yeah. about for Henri, a second. Henri, not a... Henry. Henry, yeah, we're just going to call him Henry. Fuck it. Not Rene. Henry. Not Rene. So, he escapes. Now, this is the part that I know you're going to fucking love. Because he he and his buddy, uh, throughout their time in the French Guiana, they're just collecting bags of coconuts. Of course. Because, I mean... There's nothing suspicious about that. I mean, they're not catching butterflies. They're no Rene. They're not good enough. <laughs> so, from these bags of coconuts, they make a makeshift raft, and they ride the tide and sail to Venezuela. But his partner died on the beach. Conveniently. Like, Was it due to blunt force coconut trauma? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. So, dies on the beach. He gets caught by Venezuelan police, um, but they release him as a Venezuelan citizen. Oh, damn. I know. He looked out. Yeah, right? Dude just, like, literally gets away with murder. <laughs> and uh, he ended up writing a book called Papillon, which we're making the whole full circle here. Guess what Papillon is in French? What is it? Guess. I father butterfly god damn it no <laughs> uh now i guess no. his his accounts that are in there are they're really they're iffy uh because people are like well he says that this happened to him but a lot of it is information that he collected from other inmates oh and then claimed that and then like just turns it into this really good story which which the from what I've heard, it's very well written. I need to read it myself. I probably shouldn't be doing a book review on it yet. but Considering you uh, haven't read it. He came out a few years after it, it was released, and he said only like 75% of it is true because they're other people's stories. Uh, and, I mean, like, I don't know how trustworthy French Guiana prisoner stories are. I thought you were just going to say Frenchmen. I don't know how trustworthy French bastards are, but... Uh, French murderers, by yeah. the way. Remember that. <laughs> uh, but it's based on like escape attempts and other stories, but it's more so from other inmates. Uh, yeah, so. So he's a lion sack of... Sneaky little fucking murderous coconut sailing Frenchman. So I love that, that you did <laughs> an entire Devil's Island bit. But and none of them went. And none of them, but none of them were at Devil's Island. So did you look at Devil's Island anymore? Did you? Um, I see looked a little bit it? at it, but I initially had found Renee just on like, oh hey, this guy escaped like, and he ended up working in Hollywood, and I was like, well, this is intriguing. What the fuck? So I ended up looking him up, and then found out that. I guess the initial misconception was that he was on Devil's Island, but he never spent any time there. And when I found that out, I was like, ah, fuck, like, I could go more in-depth with Devil's Island, but, like, that one's a big one. Like, yeah, I mean, it went on for 101 years, because uh, the penal colony, the penis colony <laughs> the shut penis down. Colony. 
And they shut down a hundred years after they had opened it up and, you know, killed I mean, everyone bad. that fucking lived there. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, they closed after a hundred years because they probably found a more efficient way to take care of prisoners on their own island or on their own country soil. Yeah, probably place. cheaper to just keep them there. Yeah. Don't have to ship them overseas. <laughs> and, and then sell them boats. And then watch out for them when they come back after they've written a fucking letter to the government. <laughs> yeah, after after a poor Yelp review that really yeah. got the French government. Uh, that almost made them surrender to Devil's Island. <laughs> they would have run very quickly. Yes. They would have uh, left all their wine behind. So, yeah, I, I didn't look up a ton on Devil's Island, but it's certainly one that I would like to do a lot more with it because there's... Definitely accounts, like, people that talk about how fucked up that that island just itself. Because in French Guiana, it's like I said, it's a colony, and they have little islands throughout. Yeah. Um, so, worth looking into just that one wild Alcatraz-style island. Yeah, there's those old work camps, those old penal colonies were insane. Like, I, I haven't looked into it as much as you have, but from what I have, it's, like... <laughs> it's like it's like a legal holocaust. Like, it's, like it's like, what the crazy. Fuck? Like, you, you'd go there, you'll go there for, they say 10 years, but you're never leaving that rock. You do hard labor 14 to 16 hours a day, and then the rest of the time you're expected to survive, get money, food, and, you know, shelter all on your own. Um, of course they, they, you know, they'll give you some clothes and they'll be like, okay, here's your ration. And that's just slowly killing you. That's probably why, um, Hitler escaped to South America. Cause he's like, yo, look they at all know these, it. these fucking little penal colonies. He's like, this is my shit. I'll run one. Oh, he's definitely still alive. Related. No, he probably died no, like he's a definitely year still ago. Alive. But related <laughs> to Hitler, but kind of the penal colonies two things one i was reading this news article where this old lady in argentina somewhere was like hey i had this picture and i think this dude was hitler and he died recently you guys should come do a dna test it was a couple months ago so in the article they said oh yeah so from some university they're sending a team down to to exhume his body to get the dna and i saw the picture it looks like an old ass fucking hitler no way and now it said, hey, in a couple of months, we if we get results back, like we'll let you know. And I haven't seen anything since. God damn. But I haven't also been actively seeking it. But could you just imagine how <laughs> fucking crazy oh that would be? Oh, my God, dude. Because it, wasn't oh. it that the uh, – after well, when they said that he shot himself, they the Soviets were the ones that picked it all up, correct? And they were like, oh, we took care of it. No, it was uh, – they killed themselves – him and Ava Brom, they got married, killed themselves. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> and then they they informed, I don't remember who it was, one of their, uh, one of the people who, and they basically said, hey, when we're dead, torch our corpses uh-huh. so that they can't oh. disrespect us and desecrate us. I see. So that they can't track us. Well, that too. <laughs> so they can't identify us. And it just so happened that, you know, if I was Hitler... I would probably keep somebody close by who has a close dental record to mine, especially if that's yeah. the only real way that you could I mean, identify a burnt-up corpse. Like, especially the fact to imagine due to the, the fact that his personal dentist was in the vault with him. I mean, it's, it's with kind of the, the amount of resources that he had. Like, 
Eagle's Nest itself is the equivalent of like a hundred million dollar estate that he had up there. He visited thirteen times during his ruling. That's it. Insane. That was it. And uh like to to think that he didn't at least have some type of backup plan to escape. Like I get that he was he was insane. Like mm-hmm. the dude was a fucking nutcase. Yeah, he was on drugs and, and, and crazy. Which we should talk about that. Yeah, I want to talk about Pervitin yeah. and that uh, all that stuff. So uh, I know that. I mean, if I were in Hitler's shoes, which I really hope that that becomes the new. That's going to be our new intro. Is yeah. it's just going to be if Hitler's I were in shoes. Hitler's shoes. <laughs> um, <laughs> like I, I would certainly. Yeah, you'd have, have a backup somebody. plan yeah, for your you, backup yeah, plan. Yeah, it's like, like I'd assume that before things started really going downhill, the Germans were fairly aware that they weren't going to win, and so he's probably going to CYA the fuck out of it, well, cover his ass. So the Gestapo, yeah, the high upper members of the SS, did have a backup plan. So why would they have a backup plan, but Hitler wouldn't? <laughs> He's like, nah. Like, they had an entire chain of informants and agents that would basically ferry them Underground Railroad style. They literally stole it from the Underground Railroad and smuggle them to U-boats, which were just going back and forth from Germany to Argentina. Like, they would ferry them to the coast. Argentina, in, that, that's what it was. Get in U-boats. Venezuela, my bad. And go to... Argentina like they had a backup plan for this yeah. and that's why that's why so many of these Gestapo uh, members were able to escape they there. showed up because wasn't there one that they caught a few there were a lot oh there were a bunch that yeah. they caught like years and like years even later? even Joseph Mengele the guy who did all the the twin torture experiments in the concentration camps yeah I'm pretty sure he escaped to Argentina and he was caught later on in life Jesus um like it's crazy that they were to have a backup plan, but Adolf Hitler <laughs> didn't. Jesus. Yeah, so, so welcome to drugs. the Adolf Hitler cast. So, back to drugs. <laughs> I I know of one of them that you told me about, but I want to like just pour all the, I'll the do some, Hitler info on We're definitely going to do this. Oh, yeah. There's a great book book out there. I forgot who wrote Berg. it. Norman. There's a good bug. It's a good bug. <laughs> His name's Norman Oller or something like that. It was translated into English. It's called Blitzed. Definitely check it out. Blitzed? It's called Blitzed. Blitzkrieged? Yes. <laughs> no. <laughs> so it, it mainly covers the fact that during the time when Hitler kind of took over for a brief period of time, there was an over-the-counter drug called Pervitin, which was basically crystal meth. You get it over-the-counter, <laughs> You'd give it to your kids. You'd, uh, you know, your boss would give you one on the job because you would work for sixteen hours straight without a break. It's meth. Like, yeah, it was a, it was great for uh, their production. No, for their it's medicine. And then it became. It no longer was over the counter because a bunch of stuff with babies happened. Uh, <laughs> bunch of dumb shit with babies. Who yeah, cares? a bunch of dumb shit. Who cares? Moving on. <laughs> Who cares about babies? Then it was given to the troops, and they were able. They were one of the fastest. Well, no, they were the fastest army up to that time. <laughs> Not only because they were using more motorized vehicles. They still used a lot of horses, but a lot more motorized vehicles than any other army up to that point. But also because they were able to march for five days straight without <laughs> stopping. They would just eat and drink and piss and shit. And walking, smoke fucking meth. Well, on meth. Smoke it. But. Yeah. So, God. Oh, there's that. There's uh, reports that Hitler specifically would just be injected with a ton of stuff to make him more 
fertile or commanding or so many things. He was injected with bull semen directly into his uh, in, directly into his bloodstream, which I am surprised did not kill him. Um, did you ever hear about that guy that would inject his back, like he had back pain or arm pain or something, and he would inject he would inject semen into it? This is like like his. Yeah, like recently. Ugh. Yeah. No. And he, I, I'd assume he probably got a, like. That sounds horrible. Even, like, oh god, just major infections. And did shit. it cure his back pain? I bet he said it did. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah, he he was cured after he died. Yeah, after he died, he no longer had back pain. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but there was there's so much stuff he was on. He was on every drug known to that point. Even bull semen. Especially Turn up, baby. bull semen. You got to snort that shit. Did it say how or where he was injected with bull semen? <laughs> or is this a Mr. It Hands? It did not. Uh, when, yeah, it was Mr. <laughs> Mr. Hands. Hands type situation. Yes. No, it was not specific, but it was specific that it was injected with a needle. Needle. Not dick. a penis. Oh. Um. I was I was really hoping. <laughs> right? Hitler <laughs> fucked by a bull. <laughs> by a very virile bull. That sounds like a Pornhub title. Oh, God. Bull we need to get Hitler. on Pornhub. <clears throat> we should. Yeah, I think we'd be very successful. Video video stream on, on Pornhub. <laughs> do live streams. We'll do, we'll, do their, uh, we'll do their little live promos. But it'll just be, it'll say, two fat guys spit into each other's faces. <laughs> and we won't actually spit unless, unless like you want me to. Yeah, like uh, PayPal me. No, it's, it's, I mean, it's just a joke. I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. Uh, but yeah. Like, so yeah, Devil's Island. <laughs> yeah, back to uh, Devil's Island and Hitler. Um, and Hitler. So bull semen. And it's horrible. Not that I know. I'm not speaking for personal Yeah, I would, we, would, we wouldn't know anything about yeah. that. Uh, That's yeah. some crazy shit. Those penal colonies. <laughs> Those bull penal colonies. Those bull penal colonies are crazy. Yep. The French were really good at locking up their own people and forcing them to do labor. <laughs> oh, right. Some would say they didn't, didn't really move on from that very much, but, uh, yeah. you know, this isn't a political podcast. Yeah, no. But, no, we won't get into politics. We already discussed this. We're Don't not going to get me. into it. Don't hurt me. We already talked about billionaires, immigration, and, and protests. We're out. Illegal immigration. Thank you. Hey. Just do it legally. Oh, ne- never mind. We're not getting into this. Off. Um, we're not yep, getting into this. We won't this. get into it. All right. Well, uh, we're going to call we're gonna call that a show. Yeah. Uh, but, <laughs> God, you piece of shit. I'm glad I you're dying. I think you killed me. I'm, yeah. Die, you son of a bitch. Uh, yeah, so if if we we didn't hit on all the uh, political topics that you'd like us to spit into your face, by all means, reach out to us on Instagram. We don't really – we are really bad about using Twitter. I just see the notifications. It's like, oh, so-and-so posted this. I'm like, yeah, fuck off Twitter. But hit us up on Instagram. Uh, and I was told to do a special shout-out for Sam – uh, oh yes. Yeah, I. Oh, I've. Uh, that was requested. That I was requested. Forgot, yeah. I almost forgot. Yeah. I was so drunk. Yeah, I I too was quite inebriated, but we don't forget about our viewers, man. You're what make this world go around for us. Specifically, Sam. Specifically, Sam. Everybody else can fuck yeah. off. Yeah, Sam and Lacey are the only two that we really care oh, yeah. about. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Katie sometimes, but. She yeah, didn't true. listen to our episodes when they come out God, initially. Typical. She waits a couple days. It's like she wants to boost our ego afterwards or something. What yeah, a dick. garbage. 
asshole. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, yeah, hit us up. Let us know if there's anything you'd like to hear, anything different. And obviously, if you'd like a little a little shout out, let us know. <laughs> yeah. With our millions of users. 40 that, uh, people will yeah. hear you over the next two yeah. months. You might, you might be as Instagram famous as us. So, <laughs> but thanks again, guys. Have a delightful day.